grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Happy Sunday, everybody. It might be cold outside, but it's nice and warm in our hearts. Today our reading is from the book of Mark, the ninth chapter, beginning with the second verse. This is the uh, transfiguration of Jesus Christ. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let's put down three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say. They were so frightened. Then a cloud appeared and covered them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. Suddenly when they looked around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. That is our reading for today. The Transfiguration Sunday. The transfiguration of Jesus Christ. What the disciples saw, where they went to see him, how excited and scared they were all at the same time. They were seeing Jesus Christ as a living image of God. They seen him transfigured. I mean, his white, his clothes were dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them, they said. He, they, it was written. And then what's even more amazing is the fact that Elijah and Moses were there. What does that tell us? It should tell us that if there's any doubt in anybody's mind that there is life after death, right there, it points to it. Not only was Jesus risen from the dead, but here we see Elijah and we see Moses in the scripture reading. What more of a promise can we possibly have to see that, hey, there is going to be a life after death. All this pain, all this agony that we're going through in this life today is going to be gone. And we will one day be with Jesus, Elijah, and Moses, and all of those who have gone on before us. Peter He's the one that uh, says we should put up three shelters here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Uh, Peter, he kind of gets it right in a way, saying, you know what? We don't want this moment to go away. We want to be here to see this moment. We want to be able to recognize this moment and, and, and celebrate it. This is like, you can imagine in the mind when they're seeing Jesus, Elijah, and Moses if, if they appeared before you, wouldn't you think, wow, this is awesome. I don't want this moment to go away from me. I want to be here always. It's kind of like when you're maybe going on a trip or on a vacation. You get to a really neat place. And it's just like, I really don't want to leave here. It is so neat. It is so nice. I don't want to go back to life. I don't want to go back to reality. I want to stay here. But no, it wasn't meant to be. 
the cloud appeared over them. And then again, once again in the scriptures, we hear the voice of God thundering down upon them. This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. This certainly is not the first time that we've heard the voice of God speaking down. Remember at the baptism, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Oh, yes. The awesomeness between the father and the son is so great and wonderful. If only sometimes we can just look at the scriptures for what it says and realize that, wow, this is awesome. And this is what we have to look forward to. This is our life that is yet to come. What is here today is, is going to be here for a short period of time. And then it's going to be gone. We're so consumed with everything in this world that we forget about the awesomeness that is out there. We forget about the awesome of the beauty that God creates around us. We look around us and see the beautiful sunrises, the beautiful sunsets, the, the comets, the asteroids, the falling stars, uh, the stars that are in the sky. The wonder of the fact that the sun comes up every morning, the fact that the moon shines at night, all of this creation that God created way back in the beginning. In the beginning, God created it for us. God created everything. And then... His son had to come into the world to basically set things into perspective, set things into right, set everything correct for us so that we can have that everlasting life. We can have that promise to be able to see one day Moses again, that one day to see Elijah, that one day to see mom or dad, grandma or grandpa, aunts and uncles, family members, friends, all the like. But in order for us to get there, we have to be one with God. We have to have God inside of us. We have to ask for forgiveness. We have to ask for help. You know, this life's journey is, is not easy. It is a challenge for us each and every day because we are surrounded by all the temptations of the world that are there for us. The temptation of money, the temptation of greed, the temptation of, of lust, the temptation of Whatever it is that we want, we want to try and get. And yet we fail to see what's really true in our lives. We get to actually forget about what it should be all about. And we need to really reach out to God and reach out to Him for forgiveness. Reach out to Him for love. You know, this is our God we're talking about. This is about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, whom the disciples seen, whom the disciples talked with, whom the disciples loved, and who they witnessed everything that happened in the life of Jesus as documented, recorded in the books of the Bible for us to read and enjoy and think, wow, this is great. We need to get our lives transfigured into a way to understand that this is about Jesus. It's not about us. It's about our future life. It's not about our present life. It's about what things are yet to come beyond this life, not what's happening today. Oh, yes, 
It's cold out today. No one wants to go outside. It's like 25 below. Feels like 30 or 40 or 50 below. It's just horribly cold outside. And for some people, their hearts are like that. They're ice cold. They don't have a sense of love. They don't know what it's like to reach out and love somebody. They don't know what the love of God is all about. Inside our hearts, as a Christian, our hearts are nice and warm and beating as it should be. Our hearts are full of love and joy and wonder as it should be. This is the love of God that we're trying to reach out to and grasp onto and to love and to adore. This is our awesome God. He is an awesome God. Yes, as I look out the window and think about how cold it is outside and, and see the, the, the smoke that's coming out of the chimneys because it's so cold out there. Our cars, maybe some of them are not barely starting and we're like into a, a deep freeze, a deep freeze of, of coldness. And, but you know, the thing about it is with all things like this, spring is coming. Indeed, spring is going to be coming, and soon we're going to have flowers popping out of the ground. We'll be planting gardens. We'll be outside swatting mosquitoes and <laughs> mowing the grass, it seems like, every day. And, and all the other chores that go on with it, life will go on. Despite the cold freeze, life will go on. Despite sometimes what maybe our hearts are going to be cold, there is still a chance for that heart to grow warm and loving. Maybe that heart in the old Grinch grew three, four, five times its original size and suddenly he went from being the old Grinch to a loving individual reaching out to people and knowing what Christmas perhaps is all about in that particular story. Oh yes, the transfiguration of Jesus Christ is so wonderful. We go up to the mountain and we see the transfiguration transfiguration. We see what Jesus Christ is all about. We see the disciples who are up there. We see Elijah. We see Moses. And everything is so awesome and wonderful that we don't want to leave. And Peter says, no, I want to stay. This is too good to pass up. And then what's even worse about it, if you want to call it worse, is on the way down, Jesus is, and you don't dare tell anybody about this. Oh my goodness. Well, let's correct that a little bit. Not until he is gone, they're not supposed to say anything about him. The time there is a proper time for everything. And Jesus says, There will come a time when you'll be able to tell everybody, but not right now. It's your secret to hold on to until the time has come. Then you can unleash the secret to everybody. You can unleash to everybody what you have seen and witnessed. And write about it and tell people about it. This is a great day. Every day should be a great day. We love our God. We love Jesus Christ. We love how everything is so delicately written in the scriptures, how the apostles writ the, writ, have written the word of God. Today should be a day of declaration of Warmth, a declaration of joy. And as you read through the scriptures, you're going to say, wow, 
Isn't that great? You're going to read through the scriptures and say, wow, I want to keep on reading because this is totally awesome. You see, the Bible is indeed a fascinating, wonderful book. Our lives should be exciting and wonderful as well. Our friends, our family, we should be able to reach out to them and realize that this is totally awesome. We have a great life. And it's all to the glory of God Almighty. Oh, yes. This is the day to celebrate. Celebrate our life. Celebrate our life that is yet to come. Be around those whom we love. It's, it's also Valentine's Day. Not too often. Every so about seven or eight years we get Valentine's Day and Sunday. But Valentine's Day isn't about giving physical things to people. It's about telling, reminding us to tell somebody that they love them. Tell your spouse that you love them. Not only on Valentine's Day, but on every day. I love you. Those are such important words to hear. People like to hear those words. I love you. And in this day in the air where we're not able to reach out to other people and hug them like we'd love to, we'd like to be able to, oh, just reach out. And, and you know, I know just like last week, we had a situation and it's just like, I want to reach out and hug them. And you can't. Because you don't know what's going on with this coronavirus. It seems like it's gotten the whole world upside down. But hey, we're going to make it through it. Just like the cold, as we make it through the cold, we'll make it through the coronavirus. We'll make it through this time in our lives. It'll be a year that's going to be written down in the records of saying a year basically lost in our physical aspect. But hopefully during that year, it's also a year of gaining strength in our education and our loving relationship with God. You certainly have had the time to do it. I happened to see a post where, yeah, I got the coronavirus, so I had to stay home, and basically I cleaned out the cupboard. You know, hey, that stuff's got to be done too. But hey, if you got the coronavirus and you're at home, why not spend a little bit of time with the Bible? doing some research, doing some more uh, work on in, in enriching your faith, enriching your love towards God and, one, and for one another. It's a time to enrich your lives. You've been given an opportunity to do something. For those who are homebound and haven't been able to do anything because you're not able to go out and, and, and uh, do things normally, you've been given a gift to be able to sit down and read the scriptures. Do more research about God. Oh my goodness, you've been given this wonderful gift. Don't let it get away from you. Unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, we live here in South Dakota and nothing's been shut down, so life seems to go on as normal. So we haven't been given the luxury of having to be home, and except during the quarantine, you know, if somebody gets close contact or somebody gets COVID, then you got time to be at home. But otherwise, from outside of that, it seems like life is normal, which is a good thing on one hand. 
but just don't forget about God. In our normality of things that seem to be going on as normal, don't forget about God. Don't forget about what He's done for you. Don't forget about His love. Don't forget about the beauty, the image. You know, we see pictures out there. Oh, these beautiful pictures out there. And yet, it is written in the Bible, the perfect picture we see of Jesus Christ up in the mountain with Elijah and Moses. What kind of a better picture can we see? Think of that image. Think about what it represents. Think about what it means for us as well. Oh, the day is coming. The day is coming when Jesus will be coming in all his glory with all his angels and with his army and his so forth. And, and he's going to reclaim the planets. And we're going to have a new planet. We're going to have a new earth, a new heaven. Everything is going to be brand new once again for us. Think about the vision. Look at the vision in your mind. Close your eyes. You can see Jesus, the disciples, Moses, Elijah. We can see those individuals together. Then the cloud comes down and swoops away Elijah and Moses, leaving Jesus with them. What a picture that is. To put in our minds the love that God has for us. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the many blessings that you have given us today. We have thank you for so many things in our lives. You have blessed us with good health. For those of us who, or for those of you who have had the coronavirus and have survived it and, and life is going on great, make sure you give God the glory and praise and thank Him for allowing your bodies to be healed. And for many people out there who are getting the, sh the vaccinations out there now to be protected from this coronavirus. So many good things are happening on around us, Lord. We thank you for giving the wisdom to the scientists to be able to come up with this vaccine in such a short period of time. We seem to have gotten wiser over time. We've been given instruction as to how to live out our lives to protect ourselves. Time that we could use to be enriching our faith, our relationship with you, Lord. Thank you, God. We pray for those who have maybe lost a loved one because of coronavirus or some other virus or disease, whatever the case might be, or accident. We pray for those individuals, those family members who are in sorrow right now. Lord, be with them. Help them, guide them, protect them, give them strength for the journey. We do know as the picture is painted for us, that one day we will get to see our lost loved ones again. And that indeed, Lord, is great and wonderful. Thank you for that promise. Thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. And thank you for everything you have blessed us with in our lives. We pray this all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has also taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious upon you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace, his love, and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a fantastic week. Stay warm, and God bless you all.